luckily the walls had been painted, otherwise black light would tell. Are you in your own room then? Yes. (laughs) Oh, I think we used to have parties in there. (laughs) After Duncan had hosed it down with his jizz. There you go, most of it is gone. We don't show us some. Yeah. (laughs) No jizz anymore. No jizz anymore. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. If you're joining us on YouTube, hello to everyone watching us on YouTube's wave. Everyone wave. Russ, even you. Stop drinking your beer. Wave. Wave. Was, was it a preemptive wave. wave? It was a preemptive wave, but we were all continuing to sort of twitch our hands around. Anyway, if you're not listening to, if you're not, sorry, if you're not watching us on the stream and you're listening to us on the podcast, hello to you lot as well. You've decided to go on to Spotify or to Apple uh, music or whatever they're calling it whatever the kids are calling it these days and do it there and that's fine that's your choice anyway you join us on a dark and spooky night but before i get to that i'm going to introduce everyone dan hello hello definitely halloween let's, let's, let's absolutely definitely halloween yeah it's just a few days afterwards <laughs> duncan, halloween hello duncan yeah. hello and russ hello hail satan what's up what's up and of course i'm tom so as i said You join us on a dark and spooky night, Halloween, and we have decided that tonight is the night to resurrect, to defile that corpse and raise it from the dead. Redly Deadly is back with this one is, we're we're calling it Redly Deadly 13, Redly Deadly the 13th, if you see what we did there. That's our horror movie that we're going to be building for you over the course of tonight's stream and podcast. We're going to be pulling in the heroes from horror films, the bad guys, the ghosts, the ghouls, the demons, the whatever they are from the horror films as well. We're going to smash them together, making up a plot and giving you that nice little baked muffin as an audio visual <laughs> treat. So with no further ado, I think there's some ground rules that Dan has. So I'm going to do what I usually do, which is put down on the spot and hand over to Dan. Dan. There are like no rules this time. We're, we're just going for it. We are just... Thanks, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> like it's... Um... Where, where, where have we been with Redley Deadly so far? So we have done uh, Redley Deadly 2 is where we started, in which we asked people to not ask about the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we covered the first one. And then the game. Then... Yeah, we did Redley Deadly the video game. Yep. <laughs> then... then we did Redley Deadly prequel. <laughs> we did. No, the prequel was the first one. Yeah. Oh, the re- oh, I don't know right, what yeah. order we did these in. <laughs> then and we it, and did, it doesn't um... matter. We did 2 1 video game. Yeah, video game. And then. Rom-coms. Rom-coms, and now we're at the horror. Mm-hmm. Which, which, by the way, my, the rom-com was my favourite title so far, Redly which Deadly was Redly Deadly Deeply. Deeply. Yeah. I thought, genius. Until now. <laughs> Until now. Redly Deadly 13, Redly Deadly the 13th. Yeah. So do we have any sort of plot framework for this one? Also, by now, the, the cast of characters of Redly Deadly is in the low hundreds. Yes. <laughs> so it's going to be something of a something of an ensemble performance and probably quite difficult to give everybody a narratively satisfying arc. Well, I'm just going to throw out a bad guy, uh, Vegetable Hitler, I think. Uh, <laughs> no, save that. that <laughs> save that one. Save that. We, we've got something else in the pipeline, which is incredibly niche. By the way, I wanted to change my name to Dan. I'll watch Tom suck your blood. Like, because like <laughs> you said, I'll suck your blood. But if you look when it comes up, it just says, Dan, I'll watch Tom suck you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Luckily, we can, I can see. You can see the whole thing on the stream. It's fine. Oh, oh that's a shame, actually. <laughs> I prefer the very sort of... I mean, something of a 90s public convenience. <laughs> I mean, will it... Is it... I mean, is that... You don't... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't bad. get quite so much cottaging graffiti these days, do you? No, <laughs> that's another that's like, that's something that you, up for some rates. reason they don't they don't fondly reminisce about on those Channel Four TV shows. But that's that's very much a a feature. Next of live stream, bygone community. Next um, live stream, let's do it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, isn't it? You know, for a nice time, call Dave and put your cock in this hole. <laughs> you just don't see that anymore, do you? You, know, no. you never see this anymore. It is a yeah. shame, Russ. With I an agree. arrow pointing yeah, yeah, another hole, thing that mobile phones have ruined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh dear. Okay, so when, your when particulars. Wanna... Okay, cool. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I so... thought maybe oh. a big sciency space station lab in space with greenhouses. And other science. Mm. So the problem with setting it in space is that really limits what we can put. And also no one can elevator. hear you <clears throat> A space elevator. Down to Earth. So it's basically on a space station that is around Earth. You could yeah. set it in a science lab, but I don't, I don't think in space. Has there, this complete side note, has there been a sci-fi film with a good space elevator in it? No, there's been a video game with a very good space elevator in it, which, of course, gets destroyed and crashes yeah. down. Doesn't Charlie... Ad Astra have a space elevator in it? Is that is that what he's working on at the start? Is I that a space? I thought so. it was like an antenna thing. Yeah, no, I think it's an antenna. I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, I mean, they're, they're completely I'll impossible. Stupid fucking mouth, then. They're like uh, such a staple of sci-fi books, and they're in games quite mm. a lot. What about Charlie at the end of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? That's just a glass elevator, isn't it? Yeah, it does go it into space. space. I suppose it suppose it does. But it doesn't yeah. go it doesn't go up uh, a line of any sort, does it? It can just fly. Mm. Mm. Here in in this elevator, Charlie, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> anyway, yeah. this, this, we need to save we need <laughs> to save this absolute gold for the sci-fi spin-off. Yeah, yeah. true. Shut up, right. this is real. <laughs> um, so then it needs You're to be You're a special boy, Charlie. On uh a lab with a greenhouse doing some weird science above a temple that also happens to be a connection to some aliens. Yeah. On an island. Which is on, on an island. And it's where with a hotel. The global warming crashed into the planet back in the first one. But people <gasps> yes! have forgotten. But with the global warming yeah. came mm -hmm. something more sinister. So the film force. The film starts with scientists just like working around this giant crater. Like no. it's been fenced off. The film starts with a, you know, twenty-five years ago. Yeah, and there's the impact, and then you see like almost a time lapse of the labs being set up around it, and that's then when we see all yeah. the scientists working away. Nice. Yeah, and then oh, from then on, they're so kind they're, of they're like, like chipping away at the global warming, yeah. taking yeah. bits of it away to study. Yeah, and then from then on, it kind of um, it, it separates into like uh, things start escaping to different areas well, could, of the island. Do you think maybe oh, there's a shadowy government organisation trying to weaponize the global warming and use it to create super soldiers? Oh yeah, my God, and that's why happens. there is... Uh, and because of that, they cause a massive hole in the ozone layer to allow loads of UV through. Mm -hmm. uh, I, want, I want the Triffids 
in because they are actually a terrifying thing. You, you want them in? They're in. They're in. It's not only in the film. <laughs> in the film but it's, 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 it's in, in the, the film. film. So well, spoilers, spoilers. So this, so, so this whole we so, can't do that. If we did that, it would be monumentally irritating for the vast majority of people who haven't seen and loved that sketch. <laughs> I mean, this this would be the first issue episode to require actual homework for people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, so if I can not, just not saying we don't back. do it, I'm just pointing out that it's going to wind people up. I don't care about that. <laughs> so, so already am I beginning to feel like the the head of the writers team in that group trying to bring everyone back on here <laughs> the the hole in the ozone layer which ironically was caused by the global warming to start with is now as, as strength- it punched through yeah it's now strengthening the global warming and in that sort of way that you know like in ghostbusters where the containment unit ruptures and it just sends that sort of pillar of shit into the air and all the ghosts start flying Actual around containment mm-hmm. unit what a genius idea it has to be one of those as well mm-hmm. Okay, because <laughs> we need a possession in there where something goes around going, let Jesus fuck you, let Jesus fuck you. I think um, so. That's not only in the movie; it's in the movie. <laughs> so, so how? Okay, okay. Now, now, guys, we've got lots of ideas that are frankly gold that we've stolen from other films. Absolutely, but Absolutely. Um, everything about this is going to be stolen. Yeah, if we start writing our own original strip, we're going to write some weird shit. So that's not going to happen. So who 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 is the hero of our movie? Oh, there's only one who's, person. Who's the protagonist? There's only one person this can be, and that Bruce would be Campbell. Ash <laughs> is surely the hero of this. It's, uh, it's a team. Is, of- this, is this Ash in the first Evil Dead, or is it the one where he just gets the chainsaw? He's got a fucking chainsaw hand in this one, and a shot. Yeah. Like by that point, he's got enough sort of like metatextual. Yeah weirdness going on he's traveled in time and all sorts he'll be able to deal with the fact that this is like six movies collapsing together into one singularity yeah uh, i think he would accept that as a so, the so, less weird thing that he's ever come across hmm. yeah so i think ash is, has to be part of the team i think there's a team here um, we're gonna have ripley well, there always is ripley makes sense we've got, we've got to have a few people to get picked off haven't yeah. we yeah um okay to be picked off uh, Hicks, surely. So, so, so this is the thing, like, because what what could happen is we could end up disappearing down the rabbit hole of like, like all the people that died in in films. So, of course, that's Hicks and all the other. So, all the Clone Wars are there, Hicks, and they all died. Hicks never died. Hicks never died. Am I thinking? No. Of, what? Who am I thinking? No, no, of? no. No, 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 you're thinking of the right thing. I'm just saying, like, are we going to have all the Colonial Marines? Because they're like cannon fodder, man. I think they're the Colonial really Marines are, are sent in yeah. there to deal with the situation. They're the initial response yeah. that everyone is, like, confident mm. will sort this out and they all get slaughtered. Mm. Yes, and and it's, again, only Ripley, Newt and Hicks that survive. Yeah, that survive and then nothing happens to them at and the beginning of the happens. next one. No, exactly. Nothing happens. And they come back from Fury after mm. having a little bit of a break on the windy, rainy prison planet. Um, who's, who's the Weasley prick from Aliens? I always get the names confused. Uh, Carter Burke. 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 Yeah, he's he's got to die in this. <laughs> he's yeah. he, Maybe he's the one that um, has tried to weaponize the global yeah. warmings to take you back to company labs. There you yeah. go. Love it. Yeah. Who gets I, I'm really not sure at what point in time this takes place. <laughs> takes place picked? between time. Yeah. Yeah. Takes um, between got... Ready Deadly 12 and 
Radley Dudley 14. Um, in, oh, what's his name? The ship's captain in Jaws. Bent. Yeah. yeah. I think he should be in it. Bent? Flint. Quint. Quint. It's Quint, isn't it? Quint. Quint. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure. I've spent yeah. a lot of time Googling Michigan today. So uh, so that's why you're <laughs> like. <laughs> um, okay, Quint. But, but what. Quint's. I mean. He's like your stereotypical, I'm going to hunt a big fish guy, isn't he, though? Yeah, he, he's Ahab, basically, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly, yeah. All right, so this is the but thing. We, I mean, we, could, we could definitely do one of those. Well, we could have Bruce in there. He mm-hmm. dies He dies best in a water-related fish accident. So we, we'll have to he engineer that somehow. Plenty, plenty of scope for that. He dies in such an awkward isn't way. It be, isn't the crater in the Antarctic? I can't remember. Not, we're not really sure where the crater. We don't, I don't think we specified where the global warming landed on Earth. Mm. I mean, it was actually stopped, wasn't it? This is clearly like a, an alternative timeline mm. that we're in. Maybe, maybe it was in the cradle of life. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was down there in the. Uh, 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 I can't remember what the name of the area is. Fucking uh, the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know what the, what scientists call the cradle of life, where they believe life started, uh, like human life. Yeah, like human life, sort of like African Central plateaus Africa. and you're talking, yeah. about you're talking about my sock drawer. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, there's plenty of life growing there. <laughs> um, well, no, I'm just thinking, like, you know, I don't want to say let's have global warming slowly taking over Sri Lanka or or something like that. I, I you know, it'd be easy. To, maybe, maybe it's Cuba. Africa is fine. Didn't global warmings take out Paris? Wasn't that what we decided? Well, Paris, yeah, well, Paris always gets destroyed in these exactly, movies. Yeah. So like yeah. a little bit of global warming falls off early and destroys Paris. Well, surely yeah. it would be best set in Japan then, because also oh. Tokyo gets destroyed. Guys, regularly. we're missing an obvious That's trick it. here. Why didn't surely global warming s- split and, and, and uh, has been seen now all over the world? Mm-hmm. So we can do all kinds of different global warmings. So okay, cool. this is like mm. a global, global horror, warming. a global, this is, global, this is global warming. truly global. Exactly. Yeah. This is a global, global warming. Exactly. So how, so how does the horror element come into this? Because obviously what I, what I like the idea of is that the global warming takes on sort of a, a Skynet-esque infiltration yeah. of human life, like from Terminator 3, yeah. which is one of the worst. Ter- it's the, it's the, it's the best of, the shit Terminator films, if you like. Well, so I, um, I, I think the global warming is is sort of, it's got like there's a main creature of some sort, but it's also sending out other things to do some to do some nasty. Yeah. But so there we, is... we need our team of of heroes, and then we also need a menagerie of things that are going to stalk them and whittle them off one by one. So but I think a yeah. deviant. As there's a dark organization trying to harness and enhance uh, harness the global warming, but really it's actually the global warming controlling this organization to help enhance and improve the Ooh, global warming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because there's got to be a science mistake that releases this kind of weird outbreak of. Oh no, there's planet. been a science mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called a science mistake as well, yeah. And it's the, the, reveal, the reveal scene has to be some guy in front of a board, like a whiteboard, filled with maths, 
And it, at one point, he suddenly realizes, like one of his students drops the coffee cup, like, you know, realizing yeah. he's Kaiser Soze, and goes, You forgot to carry the one. Yeah. And that, that one. And all the error, screens start going, Science mistake, science mistake. Yeah. And, and, and they're, they're trying to break into <laughs> yeah. trying to get into the facility to find out. Trying to, get level, the, sorry. trying to get into the facility to find out what's going on is the guy who releases all the ghosts in Ghostbusters. Yes, yeah. Walter Peck. Walter Peck. Walter Peck. Dickless here. Yeah. Dickless here. Is this true? <laughs> yes, it's true. Down this this man has no penis. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and like it then cuts to him and you hear, and then... Containment field ruptured. There's been a science mistake in progress. So, you know, in Resident Evil, when you do see the whole building shut down. Yeah. I mean, okay, the film isn't great, but that bit is spooky. That I is good. don't I hate the first Resident Evil film. Me either. I love it, man. Yeah, most well, it's, of it. It's got fuck all to do with Resident Evil. No, apart no, from some character it. names, but apart from that, yeah, it's pretty good. Although it is set under an evil res- uh, residence, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't claim any credit for that joke. That is zero punctuation. And we got to have joke. some of uh, that team in because they get picked off as well. Mm. That's okay, quite... we can't have every team from every horror film involving army soldiers. Yeah, because otherwise it would just Super be army soldiers. <laughs> army. I think. Uh, we okay, so so I've team. got I've got someone that I want on the Stick team with it. Super army soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got, right, I've got actual, someone on the team. Actual SAS people have told me what it stands. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's I mean, do, I, yeah. do you think I need? Do you think, do you think I need arms like this just to be an actor? <laughs> Oh, sorry. Anyway, Ross Kemp, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Is, Ro- Ross Kemp's on the team, clearly. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> He's documenting everything with Danny Dyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Muppet. Ross. Yes. Were... As soon as the uh, arm so goes, I, it just goes, on the team, <laughs> I want Hannibal Lecter. Uh, he's on the bad team, though, right? No, no, he's on the good team. Oh, shit. He's getting in the mind of the global warming. Yeah, well... Or is he just trying to eat the rest of the team? You don't know. But so he, he is genuinely one of the... like. So I'm not a big scary movies guy, mm. so I don't, I don't tend to watch loads of them. But I watched Science of the Lambs when I was far too young. Mm-hmm. And Hannibal Lecter is genuinely one of the scariest mm. creatures in film, unless you watch the... Uh, the later ones where it's it's they try and humanize him and give him a backstory which it's, you shouldn't do the first time you see him the first time clarice sees him when he's just yeah. standing in the middle of the room it's terrifying he's yeah. at his scariest when he yeah. is locked up in an incredibly secure yeah. room because he can still do basically whatever he wants to just by yeah. being super smart um so yeah so i want him on the team we're not 100 percent sure what his motivations are are people going to end up missing their livers do we, we want um, the nonce from Conair then on this team if he's if he's there as well? Yes, please. Yeah, please. The nonce that gets cured by having a doll's tea party with a little girl. Yeah, yeah. And then is the comic relief by yeah. the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why not? Like it's it's not the most tone deaf thing Michael Bay's done. Have you seen his latest offering? No. Oh my god! Yeah, have you seen yeah. the trailer for that? Yeah. What? Oh my god! That is the most tasteless thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he has done a film that is four years on from the coronavirus and it's mutated. It's now COVID twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- that film very much feels like it would been 
written already mm. and they've just changed the name of the disease and rushed it into production. I thought someone was taking the piss. I genuinely yeah. thought someone was taking the piss. Even when I was watching so, the trailer, I thought someone was taking the piss. Can I ask? I'm shocked. Yeah. Why are we doing this podcast? Why? Because what? it sounds like Michael Bay has already written this the- film. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. No, we're, we're going to do a better job. So, so far, we have the uh, global warming's been released into the world. Like, they've been experimenting on global warming, um, and whatever hideous creatures they've been manufacturing in the facility have now been released onto the world. Mm-hmm. Mm, I okay. see. So they've been using the global warming in genetic experiments yes. as well as dimensional experiments. Yeah. yeah. So, so what, what are some of the best creepy critters from horror movies critters specifically critters well we, we seem to be going down a quite a like I creature said, based no, route but no, let's not yeah, let's not limit it to that anything no, scary well so, there is um i, I mean i'm going to say there's a good psychological thing which is yeah come to like i mean it's got we've got to have freddy we've got to have freddy krueger i thought we were sticking and, with critters for the time being though no no no, no it can be anything but i like the idea of the hero nonce Fighting, <laughs> fighting the evil nonce. Yeah, I don't think many people are going to watch this film. <laughs> a bold stance to be taking. Yes, that's right. Press conference. You heard me correctly. Did you not this, hero did this, nonce? Did you not hear me say that he's a good nonce? Is, is any is anyone he's else? Cured. Is it is anyone else getting overtones of intergalactic cable here? Yeah. Like, just it feels really loose. Like, you know what I mean? It feels really fast and loose. Like there's a sort of almost improvisational feel to this. Actually, can we have Terry? Like, like we haven't planned in any way whatsoever. Yeah. Right. Can we have scary Terry on the team. Let's now get guys. There's a million ideas coming in a second. We've got to fit them into this this well, Connect to... Four game that we call. Redly Deadly 13, well, Redly Deadly the 13th. I mean, if you're wanting critters, you could just have the critters from Critters. Nailed it. Yeah, there you go. Or is that too obvious? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why are we going low budget? We, this isn't real. Let's get the fucking gremlins in. What yeah. about, I was going to say, yeah, gremlins. Yeah. What about the gremlins <laughs> we need from tremors. the film Gremlins? Yeah. <laughs> we need the tremors. The okay, once again, tremors. just like, how, how do these fit into the thing? Well, the various locations, aren't Otherwise they? Otherwise, so we're just listing different... things that we like in films. Yeah, but, like, so the global warming is global because it's global warming yeah. global. We make a point of that about five times throughout the film, I reckon, yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so in more desert climates, you've got the tremors. In moist climates, you've got the gremlins, or in urban areas because they're scavengers. Let's... And I can't remember where critters live, but wherever critters live. in space, live. I think. Let's let's mm. go let's, let's go chronologically though, okay? So we have had Well we the need glo- the Triffids. The Triffids have been they've been experimented on as part of global warming there there as well. Global the, warming the Eden project gets taken over in Cornwall and and <laughs> basically uh southwest England gets taken over and then we can't stop them uh because of uh global warming and the only safe refuge is a small part of scotland so i was thinking on on an island um in the sea well yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so i it's um so on an island <laughs> off the coast of scotland they've set up this facility yeah to experiment on global warming to turn them into something they can use mm-hmm. 
Uh, and as you say, like they're looking at the board and they drop the board mark and go, you forgot to carry the one. And then the yeah. science mistake, science, yeah, mistake. science mistake. Yeah. yeah. And as, uh, as Peck is trying to, uh, to uh, find out what's going on and then there's a rumbling and then you see uh, the explosion. Yeah. And the, mm-hmm. the big column of light yeah. and swirling fog so, shoots up uh, from the global warming. The film then, the film then like- starts two years after this event. So we haven't actually started yet. No, that, this is the intro. Then it comes up, pff, Redly mm-hmm. Deadly 13. Redly Deadly the 13th. Redly Deadly 13th, so, yeah. And now it's All about... the action happens on the 14th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's, now it's about um, dealing with the after effects of the release of the global warming and a vari- the variety of different things. And, like, there's one scientist, so we're going to need a scientist from a horror film... Any thoughts? Scientist from a horror film. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... Well, it, um, 28 depend- days later or something. You don't really see any of the scientists in that, though, do you? Is do, you do right at the start. It's, yeah, um, what's later. his name? David Schneider. It is, yeah. But, yeah um, he gets his he face does. bitten off by a monkey. Hmm. Is well, Independence well, Day... Oh, sorry. Is, is Independence God. Day um, a horror film? No. I mean, I guess... Uh, but, sci-fi. Nah. We, we we've got one recurring character I think's been in all, in in all of these. So <laughs> yeah, he, he's been in every he's, Redly Deadly so far. He's got to be in it <laughs> because because Jeff Goldblum actually The Fly is a horror film and oh, he was a scientist yes. in The Fly. Oh, and what if he's been Brundle. experimenting on himself with the global warming? This was my thinking. Does he turn into a fly or something else? Yeah. Does he actually? Does Jeff Goldblum turn into variant? various different types of Jeff Goldblum (laughs) throughout films he turns into the one that can stand his husky voiced friend (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god Jeff oh my god God, Jeff Jeff. you gotta stop experimenting on yourself oh my god my cat I've left it in the apartment Jeff (laughs) (laughs) my cat's now Cujo Jeff (laughs) I gotta call my mother Jeff (laughs) love it brilliant well we've done it (laughs) so Jeff Goldblum doesn't he's experimenting himself on this he doesn't turn into a fly Mm -hmm. he turns into the thing amazing which can then mimic other things love it okay and he's kind of been keeping this to himself while trying to work it all out Um, so someone someone at some point has to get an inkling they have to find almost like all of the all of his rejected fillings somewhere yeah. like, you know, in the bottom of a shower or something like that. Mm. Yeah. They, yeah, I love it. Almost like the, he's, he's the only one that can save the world, but he's also being slowly eaten from, by the global warming from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, I don't know how that fits a, into the plot. Right, I'm but. just looking up crazed mad scientists in horror rank, uh, horror films. There is Dr. Philip Chenard in Hellbound, which is Hellraiser 2. You could have uh, Marlon Brando as Dr. Moreau as well. Or his little mm. little friend, Kevin. A variety of people as Dr. Frankenstein as well. Peter Cushing did a good Frankenstein, didn't he? Peter Cushing did a good everything horror-related, pretty much. So him and and Christopher Lee. So what that's led to is a number of global events. Jeff Goldblum oh. is trying to figure out how to solve the problem. And 
this will be like as, as as all of these have been like you know like the valentine's day new year's day type film where there's loads of different storylines that are loosely in, interconnected mm-hmm. that's how we can get all this in there okay um, so one of the one of the weirdnesses that i want to happen mm. and it's going to be slightly logistically tricky but one of the things that the global warming sort of spawns mm. is the ship the event horizon <gasps> oh god yeah i love that film which is going to be creeping around freaking people out so, and generally i was thinking people to hurt themselves in weird ways and they're experimenting oh, on global warming the effects of global warming in space mm-hmm. on on a space or maybe craft. like the global warming sends out a signal or something yeah Where but i want the, the event horizon to be down on earth no creeping okay. about and wrecking shit up i don't but, want that i mean it, the global warming has come from a future event mm. because it's gone through with the event horizon and like in um star trek when the new star trek first new one whatever mm. um where the two ships come at separate times you've got the romulan appearing then you've got spock appearing later mm. then it that is the same thing you've got the global warming appearing and then suddenly the event horizon appears Either that or that's just like in the epicenter of the the global warming. What's uh, Sam Neill's character Breaker. called? He's a scientist. Doctor Weir. Yeah, yeah. He's a scientist. He is a scientist. He is oh my scientist. god! He's also crazy, terrifying he's, in that he's, movie. He's been working is... with Jeff Goldblum the whole time to try and get back to the event horizon, mm-hmm. like, which is in the center of the, the 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 ground zero of the the global warming outbreak. Oh, and he's got to, he's got to do that speech as well, hasn't yeah. he? Where he just you know where we're going, you won't need eyes to see. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Do you so, see? Two years on, <laughs> the island. Um, Sorry. The island has been quarantined. Okay. Mm-hmm. But people now believe the only way to um, the only way to to deal with the problem is to worship the global warming ground zero. <laughs> So this is. I for one welcome our new global warming overlords. Um, and people and and there's there's been a community that's moved onto the island that worship. Sounds the, like a good idea. Worship well, the the global warming. I mean, uh, I don't want to get bogged down in facts because that's never stopped us before. Yeah. Um, we could set set it on Mole because there's already people living there. No, it's, or, it's set on the island of Summer Isle. <laughs> there is a Summer Isle. There is there are in the Wicker whole, Man as well, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole small group of islands called the Summer Isles. <laughs> okay, so so there's a there's a community set up there that worship uh, what they believe is a pagan god, uh, the event horizon in the uh, epicenter of global warming. Nice. Okay, and they are willing to do anything for their crops to succeed, and for them, they will do anything for their god. Which is now this this epicenter, including yeah, sacrificing. This year's harvest will yeah. fail. Yeah, including <laughs> sacrificing virgin policemen. Yeah, nice. we have also Joseph Hyter, who is the guy, the evil doctor in Human Centipede. He will we'll, we'll definitely work him in somewhere. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Working going, I'm creating the ultimate sacrifice. I mean, yeah. that is quite evil, isn't it? Sewing people together. That's yeah, quite evil. broadly considered to be, yeah. So yeah. yeah, so so on this island is this community that have um, that lure policemen or virgin policemen to spoiling the end of 
wicker man there's a fucking wicker man in it and someone dies in the wicker man i mean come on um it's called the wicker man um so yeah and it's done it's this big wooden effigy so yeah of so, a man. i'm gonna get my favorite horror film in there somewhere so yeah i had to yeah fair that. enough fair so, enough um, so you have to get past them to get back to the epicenter because they they are devout. So, to... It's nice. They're almost like the children of Atom, aren't they? Sort mm. of in the epicenter of the nuclear uh, crater outside mm. of Boston. I quite like that. So Jeff Goldham's doing sciencey stuff mm-hmm. with Dr. Weir from yeah. Event Horizon. And they've got to go travelling across the world to explore all the weirdness that's now happening. Where's the first place that we want them to go? Paris was the first place to get destroyed by global warmings. Can, so I think they start their journey there. Can I add something as well? Then, yeah, they need... They need some of the original global, global warmings. warmings. Yeah, yeah. Mm, but I to think, try and reverse engineer a cure. Exactly. This is where a vaccine. To, <laughs> they need to bring in a controversial doctor, which is Duncan's fellow from Human Centipede. Mm-hmm. Now this guy, this guy's a bit of a maverick. Yeah, <laughs> he's a bit of a wild card. He's a bit of a wild card. His methods are not, you know, he gets <laughs> results. That's all that matters right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And there's, there's always like a, there's a, there's a sort of a, you know, an overboss of these kind of teams of scientists sent out. It's like I don't know. I don't know. I've heard some stuff about this guy. Like mm. you know, but okay, you're accountable for him. Okay. You know, if he gets out of line and starts sewing people's faces to people's bums, you you stop him, okay? Is uh, Dr. Lecter actually the over one overseeing this all? He's the other one they've got to bring in. It's like a because suicide he... squad of, like... No, no, but no, Evil that makes scientists. sense. Yeah. <laughs> the most inappropriate team of people to save the world ever. Because, I mean, how Lecter's... Be a cannibal... There's got to be a joke there where he's going... Oh, so you like to eat ass too? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a bit below Dr. Lecter's sense of humour. No, he's being asked that by... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his ass. I sewed his ass <laughs> with... to somebody else's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With some fava beans and a fine pale ale. Yantic. <laughs> 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 Yes, more Bruce Forsyth than Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody does that noise remotely right because it's not very funny if you do it properly. But if you go... (laughs) (laughs) I can't even do it. I mean, it's just... I can't even remember what he does. He just kind of goes... goes... Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, Paris. What are they doing in Paris? Getting the original source. Yeah, getting the original... Or maybe source, like there's, the, a, there's uh, a core wash. of there's a core of anti-global warming. Hundred percent lime. One through two. Hundred percent mint. Yeah. No one's mint been and tea tree. No. Original. Oh, oh. no one's been able to get an active sample. And it's, yeah. and it's, I saw my balls. And I on my asshole. Yeah. And it's, it's okay because there's somebody else's face sewn to it. Yeah. Oh, don't drink it. No matter how good it smells, don't drink it. <laughs> oh my God. So I. Sorry, anyway. They go Sorry, in. Duncan's trying to make a valid contribution here. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Is anything about this valid? Is it about <laughs> eating arse? 
No. Okay, go on. Um, so either when they go in, they get attacked by critters. You really want to bring critters into this, I've noticed. You brought up critters. You said no. critters. No, I said, said what I meant critters. by critters was literal critters, not the film critters. All right. The other thing is that they go in and they actually find um, a whole nest of global warming. So it's basically mm. the eggs of global warming. And with that, we hate... Oh God, the global warming is breeding. Yes. Yeah. And it's either... And Jeff Goblin goes, life finds a way. Um, <laughs> Look then, at he the e- then he gets eaten by something. <laughs> and either Hannibal it Lecter. is something similar <laughs> to ass. a face hug. <laughs> it's either a face hugger or an ass hugger. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just, just well, with, with the human centipede guy around it's a bit of both at once isn't it, <laughs> it wraps round the arse that's what I'm trying to get two fingers <laughs> sorry face huggers you were saying it makes more sense either that or it's something else I don't know <laughs> well I've got so there's there's another sort of horror and I do consider the film it seems to be a horror film mm. classic that I'd like to be sort of stalking them. So they maybe they're in like the the catacombs underneath Paris, very twisty, turny mm. pastures, very dark. And all around them, stalking them at every turn, is Bruce the shark from Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> like going to... And you you know uh, when he's gonna no. be there because you hear the music. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, he's got his own orchestra with him as well. <laughs> Um, not very much John water Williams. down there, but we're not going to let that worry us. He's he's still he's he's walking around on his fins. Mm. I think at some point we need to have a um, Jurassic Park esque fight between Bruce and one of the worms from Tremors. Yeah, graboids they call them, They're don't they? Graboids, yeah, yeah. Okay, so side note. Yeah. Tremors is a fucking magnificent movie. It really is a good film. Mm-hmm. First one is. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no. Everything there's no good that. Tremors sequels. Do we want an almost global presence of the mist from <laughs> the mist, or the fog from the fog? We can have one or, or the, the other. Not the fog. <laughs> or the phantoms from phantoms. Yeah. Uh, Affleck was oh, the, the bomb, bomb in phantom. phantom. Yeah, it was the bomb <laughs> <in> phantom. <laughs> <laughs> Damn oh it. man! Have you yes. seen it? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. He's pretty good in it. <laughs> oh no, I've, no, I've seen I've seen Phantoms. Yeah, so yeah. I, thought you, I thought you meant the latest Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, I no, that's it. good as well. Yeah, Jodie won't let me watch it. Why? Oh, just because she doesn't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wait until she's in bed hmm. and quietly watch it. <laughs> watch it loudly in bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. They're in Paris. Yeah. They've gotten their little sample of uh, the original global warmings that fell off and nuked Paris. But uh, one of them has been infected by a facehugger. One of them has been infected by a fucking facehugger mm. because the global warmings has started, like Duncan said, it's a nest in there and the overmorphs have started to grow or, pe- mm. or people, the population of Paris started to egg morph mm. into the eggs. Some random unsuspecting you know space trucker got a face yep. face hugger on his face and that's it that's the first one out and then from there it was all just 
chaos, absolute chaos. But they're all, mm. but all the aliens are doing, they're doing what they do in aliens. They build a big hive and then they hide in the walls. Yeah. They're just, they've been staying there like, um, like Richmond in the IT crowd up at the right, up in the top of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they are. They're, they're, like, they're all like that waiting. And so who, which one of our team gets infected? Do we think it's Dr. McFace to ass? Yeah. That'd be, a, that'd be a nice irony to that, wouldn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that's the way. Yeah, he's got. He's, he'll he'll get infected. Yeah, there we go. Cool. So he gets infected, mm. but how long until? I mean, obviously he's infected now. He he. I don't think we, it's a. I don't think he gets a chest burster. I think they do just mutate. Well, so, so something's going to burst out of him, but what mm. will it be? So we need another. A small horror creature or something to what about, what about one of the films what about the, one of the critters from the film critters <laughs> <laughs> or what about Dan, some fog from the film the fog <laughs> so some, what about something else i'd really like to get in here <laughs> which really 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 shut me up um the uh the the stalker things from resident evil 4 mm. <laughs> with the yeah noises so he's gradually becomes one of them yeah. Oh, no, they're the regener- regenerados. Yeah, regenerators. That's it. Yeah. The regenerators, yeah. Yeah. Don't you have Although, to, shoot- to be fair, if we're going to have some games as well, mm. some of the cordyceps, fungus, uh, clickers, and things like that from Last of Us would make a really sort of interesting one, especially along mm-hmm. with Duncan's love of trippids, you know, mutating fungus, mutating mm. plants. Feels I was like thinking a- one of the stops should be one of the pyramids in Cambodia because I know it's not brilliant but it's still sort of a horror film it was still wiggy enough for me which was alien versus predator because i would like a predator (laughs) in there because the first predator movie is kind of action horror you know we've mentioned alien already the my next port call wasn't going to be alien versus predator we could have predator in there still yeah and i the thing i liked the only thing i liked about alien versus predator was the concept of the pyramids and I think the Cambodian, those kind of step pyramids, like the Aztec pyramids, are pretty spooky. What about a yeah. scientist predator with like a lab coat and glasses? <laughs> How many? Well, they time? must have scientists. Like they're a they're mm. a space going civilization, aren't they? Absolutely. Someone invented it. They didn't just stumble upon it. You know, someone made it, and it's like you know, specky predator. See, it's basically spe- me, but a predator. The scariest predator was the last one because it was scary that I managed to get all the way through that fucking film. <laughs> oh, that was fucking shy. Awful, it? just awful. The last predator the re- film, the last alien film, they can and the off. last Terminator film. They can all fuck. I still Thomas last pre- the last predator is that the one with Adrian Brody in it? Uh, no, this is the no. one with Thomas Jane in. Yeah, and it's the that one, cool. one that's the guy that's too cool for school. And he's like, he's going to fight the alien. He's going to fight the yeah. predator. And the whole film, I'm just going, please kill him. Please just kill him. He's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking shit. Yeah. I was talking about the original Arnie one. Yeah, no, that that's the way to go. Yeah, definitely. Because that was kind of scary. It's not necessarily, it's not, yeah, it is. Because that thing seems unstoppable throughout most of that film. Yeah. Yeah. Also oh, yeah. means we can get Carl Weathers into the mix as well. Oh yes. Oh yes. Baby, you got a stew going on. Yeah. <laughs> so Carl Weathers is in then as a scientist. Yeah. yeah. Slash Kirk. Yeah. So many signs. Yeah, everyone uh, in this is a scientist. They're all scientists. Slash... They're, everyone's yeah. a scientist. Or a monster or a bit of both. Yeah. 
everyone's a side slash it, action hero. Are, in this, are yeah. we going? Are we going a bit Gears of War here, where everyone is yeah. a, like, what's his name, Phoenix? <laughs> where Adam you can Phoenix is like a beef. world where you can <laughs> believe that his dad is a scientist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Is also despite a being a perfectly yeah. rectangular human. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what's already making me really sad? What? Is that Steven Seagal at never at no point ever did a horror film? Oh, he did. <laughs> He did some films that were horrors. No, he, oh, well, I mean, yeah. he did, but that you just didn't hear about them because he'd already moved on to the next film by that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The next film where he wears an oversized leather jacket. <laughs> if you ever... His holds his arm out while stuntmen run into if it and you bounce get off, off it. The, if you get off the Segal coaster, it's hard to get back on. Let me put it that way. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. It's hilarious, though, isn't it? Have you, ever, have you seen any of those videos of him doing, like... Um, uh, what does he do? Aikido uh, mm. demonstrations yeah. in Russia. Mm. It's it's incredible, man. Like literally, these really trained, super fit people run at him, and you see them stop for a moment while Seagal does something, and they, and like they literally just run at him one at a time, and he just then you know walks off with this look of like self satisfied, you know, sort of <laughs> smugness, as though he's like taken on all these guys that were trying. It's like, see, it wasn't just acting, mm. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. How deluded is that? Yeah. Fat wanker. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Stephen. Big he, fan of Under Siege. He was, he was walking down the stairs at a convention when I was walking up. And I was like, now's my moment. Now's yeah. when I should attack Stephen Cigar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just what to see what would happen. <laughs> mm, I didn't. I, I carried on walking. Carried on like, walking. Yeah. Did, he, did he look at you with those like... Yeah, just a cook, huh? <laughs> he's another cook. There we go. There you go. Except yeah. he's never been in a horror film, so he's not in this. No. No. Although he was a he was an e, an environmental protection agent, wasn't he? He was an EPA officer in one of his films with about nuclear about a nuclear holocaust or something or nuclear waste dumping or something. Yeah, but he's still not been in a horror film. We can't have him in this. Fair enough. No, um, sorry, Big Steve. Yeah. Piranha. Not Piranha. Yeah. Yeah, Piranha was the films with Kelly Brook in the first one, wasn't it? And uh, Piranha. What was it? Three D. Yeah, three double D. Oh yeah, three double D. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was was Piranha three D. Yeah, it was a different yeah. time. It was a different time. We've mentioned like all the real heavy hitters so far, haven't we? Piranha, Critters. Are we getting yeah. Jason in there? Like, yeah, we go. Now we're be, talking. Are we gonna? Yeah. Is he gonna be a hero or is he gonna be a villain? So, he, well, he's D- a villain. Difficult to work as a hero, I suppose. Yeah. Like, so um, yeah, but we, we've got something that. <laughs> let is me introduce you to another member of our science team. Don't ask him about the mask. He wears that all the time, but he's Dr. a lovely guy once he gets to know Dr. Jason Voorhees, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but my God, does he get results? <laughs> <laughs> it's just him just like pointing at like a, a like a, a board, like with a... With uh, his machete. <laughs> yeah, with a machete. Just like carving holes into the board. And then a whole round of everyone standing up going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone questions him and he just goes up and stabs him. <laughs> his methods may be going, unorthodox oh. <laughs> just hear him out alright and the guy's just, just, yeah, just hear him out <laughs> yeah. there's, al- there's always got to be a scene where someone does that just hear him out okay yeah. right now this guy's the only guy I can trust it's just crazy enough to work mm-hmm. I was thinking a bit of global warming falls off and lands in Cramp Crystal Lake long after Jason has died 
resurrecting him to go and then torment Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. Yes, the to you think they'd probably have closed <laughs> yeah, that Piranhas camp then, yeah, after sure. the second or third massacre, wouldn't they? Huh? Yeah, but but then to be fair, is there a higher calling than slaughtering teenagers? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're always going to need that guy. Scient- slaughtering scientist teenagers. There you go, slaughtering scientists. Yeah, teenagers. Scientists. Okay, so 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 the mechanism by which they these sort of bigger big bads like yeah. you know Jason and all that sort of stuff, Jason, Freddy, uh, maybe Chucky. From the Charles Play mm-hmm. films, you know, th- this is all kind of their. What are they? They're physical manifestations of the worst elements of the original global warming strike. Or they on could Paris. have been directly experimented on, of course. Mm. So they're individuals that have become these. Mm. Yeah, like um, Chucky is or, a toy that's been experimented on with global warming. Wasn't Freddy? Uh, he was. He was burnt alive yeah. so he actually rises on the original island where the experiment went wrong because that's where the wicker man happened and he rises and they burn they and, burn him because he's hmm. he's a nonce yeah and not a good nonce not the good nonce <laughs> i just i just don't know whether this is something we should be no, pursuing I, I, think, I think i think we get rid of that idea i think that's a terrible idea well hmm. that's because someone brought it up from conair so what's that Hey. It's been that for a while, hasn't it? Not too yeah, long, it has. Really. But the, yeah. the the news below is that CNN, yeah, um, uh, 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 CNN are projecting Michigan for Biden. Yeah, they are now because he he got Wisconsin, didn't he? Yeah. So this count doesn't this count doesn't include uh, Michigan mm. on the tally, mm. and that will significantly boost Biden. It's another ten, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So it's it's November the fourth, and this is going to seem either <laughs> pedestrian or utterly tragic. Yeah, by the time <laughs> it's actually released. Because, because in a couple of months' time, we might be listening to it after uh, a dictator Trump has taken over. So yeah, yeah, yes, mm. to make glorious impacts on future of great nation. Okay, so, so- I want there's there's another uh, serial killer that I find very very scary. That yeah. I'd like to get into this. Uh, there's so the Zodiac killer. Tricky to do because you never I see to, them or I know who they are. That, that makes me sound like a horrible person. But I'll reword how I was going to say it. The Zodiac mm-hmm. is my the serial killer that I find the most interesting. <laughs> I'll reword. I mean, it is it is interesting. He had a fucking costume. <laughs> oh, is that in the movie or the actual Zodiac? No, movie? the dude. The dude had a had like a full on like executioner's yeah, they, mask and like but they, sunglasses. But I thought they. Th- at one point, they thought the Zodiac Killer could also be multiple. There was a theory that wasn't it that the Zodiac Killer might actually be multiple doing copycats. Oh, there's there's the, always a the theory most, that it's multiple people doing copycats. The most likely th- thing they reckon is the guy that they interview and then let go in the movie Zodiac. They reckon that was him in in real life. That movie, by the way, ends. With him at the hardware store, yeah. doesn't it? Just quietly packing stuff away into a bag. It feels and... fucking great as well. It's very, good. It's, yeah, so it's very good. so scary when you yeah. see him so just walking. I, up I to found it. that movie incredibly frightening. Yeah, um, like and like unsettling as yeah. well. You you are not relaxed for a single moment watching no. that film. It's it's, uh, it's so amazing. Good. And I say the Zodiac That's... was more like a supervillain as well. He had he had the the cryptographs and then he had the the executioner's mask with the logo for fuck's sake yeah yeah i'm i'm with that do we discount him because he's he real. is real 
Well, I'm going with the well, they character are of the Zodiac Killer from the movie Zodiac. Okay, but I mean, it's it's heavily based on on what actually happened. David Fincher doesn't fuck around with this shit. <laughs> David well, are you saying that all these other things we talked about aren't real? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. <laughs> um, aliens, I'm, aliens are real, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. The, I gotta call my mother guy. He's I'm, real. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely real. I'm okay to have the Zodiac in it, but I love the idea that only like Hannibal Lecter knows who he is and where he is. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter definitely works out yeah. who he is. And then like, but he, the guy never takes his mask off. And Hannibal never tells. Yeah, Hannibal. Don't, don't worry, Clarice. I can keep him under control. <laughs> but the Zodiac killer is also a scientist, so he's wearing a mask, but also a lab coat. Yeah, obviously. But we don't see him. He's like, he's basically off screen the whole time. Sometimes you just got to trust Dr. Zodiac. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Love it. Right. So we've got our team of serial killers up against other serial killers. Mm -hmm. Um, I was thinking Michael Myers is someone that's been injected with global warming. Just to see what would happen. Yeah. Turned him into an immortal, you know, yeah. machete wielding, mask wearing maniac. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm. but then also someone else was experimented on, and turned into Freddy mm. Krueger. Yep, and no, conveyed no, people's Freddy. dreams. Freddy Krueger was the the nonce that was burnt um, in, in the, the Wicker, Wicker Man. Man at the bad island. nonce. Oh, yeah, bad nonce. Yeah. At at uh, ground zero of global warming and that's what that's how he he is merely dust but he's able to come back in people's dreams yeah that's how he spreads around the world yeah that's nice nice. i like that duncan that was that was all you buddy um we've got to have godzilla sure why not better global warming gets on a lizard godzilla and that works isn't it because tokyo like we've got the ring like, you know, we've got to have Japan. Little global here. warming gets on a TV. <laughs> the <Yeah>. ring. <laughs> and, oh, and, and, <laughs> you're, you're lacking in energy when it comes up to these a creature bit development of, paths now. A little <laughs> bit, bit of global warming gets on it. Fucking sort it. A bit, bit, bit of global warming lands on a fish yeah. and turns it into Cloverfield. Yep. Yeah. Bit of global Ray warming films. on um, an ape. King Kong. King Kong. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what other big bit of global uh, warming on on a um, a uh, fossil of a dinosaur? Jurassic Park. T Rex. Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Definitely. I tell you what, it's kind well, of written I, itself, hasn't it? Now. Yeah, but I don't think it's falling. Someone's going out. It's the Zodiac. Zodiac is going out and doing this. Oh, you reckon Zodiac's? Oh my god, I love this. Yeah. Zodiac's yeah. the one that's, that's like like released all this, and he's sending cryptographs. And yeah. it turns to, out to a TV uh, studio, to to his TV studio, and like there's the bit where the fax comes through, and he looks at it, and he goes, "Well, I'm gonna need to get my friend on this one." <laughs> yeah, and what does it say? Something like, "My first is in A, but not as in apple. My first second is in B, but not as in global warming." <laughs> yeah. I've got some global warming on shit. Yeah, my. <laughs> My third, my my eighth is in Z, but not in Zodiac. T he. 
Is that how cryptographs work? No. <laughs> uh, that's riddles, isn't it? Yep, that's, a, that's a riddle. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So the Zodiac is orchestrating all of this. Awesome. Love it. Right. I'm done. That's the movie done. I'm off to, <laughs> off to put some cowboys in Back to the Future 3. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I so always let's... imagine Star Magic Jackson is our co-pilot in all of this. Yeah. Star Magic Jackson Jr. Jr. Sorry, is our co-pilot. I'm yes. totally watching that after the after this. Yeah, me too. You just said you just said noun and gremlin. Noun and gremlin. You know, you're a child. You have the mind of a child. You do not have a high IQ. Um, okay, so uh, how does it, how do we how do we wrap this all up then? What do the science team discover that ends this film? They've got to defeat global warming in some way, haven't they? Yeah, or at least think they have because the the baddie always comes back. So we've got to have um, Dustin Hoffman because uh, he's a scientist in Outbreak. I did mm-hmm. find Outbreak terrifying. Me too. I still do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's scary. Um, well, especially now. Do you know why yeah. it's scary? Because <laughs> it's true. Um, everything. Yeah. Everything. All of this. Yeah, all, all of this, this that's going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like interior decorating. And, <laughs> and how they rush through the vaccine in Outbreak. It's problematic, but it fits in because it's like they test it on Rene Russo, and it yes, works because she gets it, and then he fucking kisses her, yeah, and then they let Kevin Spacey die, and that's okay because he's a yes. bad nonce. Well, well, now it now it is. <laughs> back then, back then it wasn't. Yeah, but yeah, now it is. Yeah, but we could lead it to. Uh, it's always been okay, actually. No, I. It's always been okay. So what, burn Kevin Spacey? Well, apparently he's been doing it for ages, so it's always been all right to do that. Um, It's like Jimmy Savile. It's always been okay to think he was really fucking creepy and disgusting because even back in the day, Ian Hislop said, even when people thought he was amazing and he was sat next to me on Have I Got News For You, I was, he said, I was sitting there going, ugh. (laughs) Like, yeah. Johnny Rotten claimed that that's the real reason he got banned from the BBC was because he knew. I've seen those, yeah, because yeah. he he wasn't he wasn't unwilling to say it, yeah, mm. and the BBC didn't like that, yeah, which is kind of believable, allegedly, mm. yeah. But um, I was going to say that just steer back from the nonce chat, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really wanted uh, a a bit where actually there is still some secretive cult membership going on because they take it back, secured the island, mm. and they think it's all over but it's not and there is still a secret chamber where some people are still worshipping and yeah. then you but see that's like right at the end that's what we see like after the credits yeah that's it's like, it's like so, someone goes back to their like like wicker, see... wicker house and they open a little box and there's like a pink glow of global warming in there and someone comes mm. in and they oh, shut the box oh I was going to say um, talking about Kevin Spacey's character uh, dying, you could just have that chained up, about to be burnt. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So how do they? How do they? Do, so I, I do have an idea of how they defeat the global warming. Yeah. The science team, the ones that survive, they make it to the ancient alien lab underneath a Mayan pyramid, where they find. Did you just say the Mayan original, pyramid? the first green blue Peter badge? Which is what they used to defeat the global warming. Yes. Uh, yes. Unless, unless this is where 
they they find five rings under the uh, <laughs> under there, and they give them. They, they there are instructions to give them to five te- five international teenagers, <laughs> and only Clapton. Clapton, Clapton, only Captain Clapton Planet. Clapton Planet. <laughs> only Captain Planet can defeat global warming. Nice. And uh, that's all I got. He's not really it's, in a horror, and that's the Captain Planet spin-off from this as well. So, yeah, yeah, Clacton Planet, Clacton Planet. Planet. <laughs> uh, is it the Five Rings turn Jeff Goldblum instead of into a mm. fly into Captain Planet? Because, and I mean Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park, because he's got the 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 body. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's and already he's not like wearing much. Like Captain Planet. Can yeah. I um? I th- can I put forward an idea for the end? Mm-hmm. So, Lawrence like, wish- post-credit sequence, it's just snow, and you move further and further in, and you see the Outlook Hotel. Ooh. And, like, you go down the corridors with the distinctive carpet. You hear the music. Uh, and then you look, you peek through, like, the keyholes in, like, all the doors. And each one, you'll see, like, Norman Bates in one of them. Then you'll move on. And you'll see the Critters from Critters 2 in one of them. <laughs> and some fog and from some the fog. fog. From the mist and some and mist, the mist from the from fog. And the mist, yeah. <laughs> mist um, or a fog. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll see someone watching a TV as, like, a girl with, like, long, dark hair, like, walks towards him. Mm-hmm. And then gradually, you'll you'll it'll go to the the, the big um, function room with uh, uh, Jack Torrance just sitting there, just kind of like staring, like it zooms in on him and staring at the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not that one, but yeah, not that. <laughs> and then the then the next part of this spin-off is all set in that hotel. Nice. Mm. It does like the end of The Shining. Yeah. It zooms in on the photo, and there's Jack Torrance at the front of the photo and mm. surrounded by all of the horror menagerie mm. in that photo as well. Yeah. Daddy boy. Yeah. Daddy boy. At the same time, I do kind of wish that there was. The, the weeping angels because of anything in do- I know we can have oh, they're badass, they could be they could be in like the courtyard of the hotel yeah yeah so like so like it'll move away like this one shot and then when you move back they've moved closer yeah because what do they what do they do to you when they catch you those things they send you to a point in time that you can't come back from mm-hmm. but they feed off the energy yeah so like the, 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 so why they're so scary for for the doctor is that like if he gets sent somewhere he can't travel again i think is the reason so the thing the thing is like you know usually like with doctor who stuff even in the modern series like the monsters are all a bit mm. like you know b-rated and stuff like that the weeping angels are genuinely one of the most terrifying inventions mm. in horror that that has that has ever come to pass they are utterly because, because they are, because of course they're based on cemetery gargoyles, mm. aren't they? So, you you can never really go to a cemetery or a church these days without very consciously looking at the 
fucking yeah. statues the whole time. Also, incredibly cheap to do as a special effect because mm. they don't move. Because they don't move. Well, and then, is there anything scarier than a weeping angel statue suddenly going from looking normal to, yeah. you know, covering their eyes to, you know, fucking going for you? I mean, the only other Doctor Who thing that really terrified me were the hemovores. It took me ages to find out what they were called. But the nah, happiness patrol for me. That fucking uh, shit me up, that did. What, happy patrols? Happiness patrol. It was happiness basically patrol. evil Bertie Bassett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, hemovores. They were, because they were vampire zombies. Mm. Terrifying. Oh, come on, there's no picture of it. I want to see evil Bertie Bassett. It's, it's basically just Bertie Bassett. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It yeah, is the happiness terrifying. patrol. Yeah, it's, it's literally with the, with yeah. the licorice. Yeah. Fucking Fuck terrifying when I was duck, a kid, man. But anyway, I think that would be more suitable for like a sequel mm. yep. kind of sequence. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my god! Oh my go. god! That's amazing, evil Bertie Bassett. What a great idea, though. Christ! Yeah, that is amazing. The, that is nightmare fuel, man. Yeah, it really is. Right. So that one's in the movie as right. well. Yeah, that's in the movie somewhere. Yeah, is also. Oh, what's his name? Lawrence. Um, Fishburne. Yeah, Fishburne. Is he actually going to be the one to sacrifice himself? Because it is such a good sacrifice scene. And that he thinks he's saved everyone by doing his sacrifice. What, to blow up the event horizon? He sends himself to fucking hell, doesn't he? I mean, yeah, to up, yeah. save everyone. And yeah. he does that. He sends himself to... Uh, where's hell? Um, Peckham. <laughs> Yeah. Hull. Uh, Mid- Middlesbrough, I don't know. Putney. Yeah. <laughs> Clacton. Yeah, Clacton. With Clacton Planet. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um, the Tory government. Uh, he sends himself into the depths of the Tory government to... Mm. Yeah. Okay. So okay. so there we are. Yeah. All right. Dan, is- wrap this mother up. No, Tom does this. Tom, wrap this mother up. <laughs> so there, I, I thought I'd been demoted. <laughs> I was like, oh. So there we go. That is Redly Deadly 13, Redly Deadly the 13th, the horror uh, version. Uh, what's that? Nice, 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 nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's see how that pans out in a few days. Jesus, it's, man, already out, it's already outdated. It's already outdated. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for watching the stream if you're watching on YouTube. Hello, goodbye. We're about to go in a minute. Um, and if you're listening on the podcast, I hope you enjoyed this as well. If you think we missed out any of your favourite horror movie characters, heroes or critters, then make sure you interact with us on our social media feeds. You can get us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter using the handle at TMTOOH. And don't forget that this has been the TMTOOH team. Dan, goodbye, Dan. Bye. Take your eyes away from the election results. Uh, Duncan, goodbye. Goodbye. Ah! Russ, goodbye. Until next time. Until next time. And it's goodbye from me, Tom. And on that note, we'll cue the very scary music. (laughs) 